This is the Fantasy Road Show. Welcome in, everybody, to another episode of the Fantasy Road Show. We are your hosts. My name is Truck. He is calls to my left or right. I don't know. And then you got Shane, Shane O'Mac over there. Uh, the, 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 the fantastic trio is back again. And we're here covering fantasy hitchhikers for week eight. Uh, boys, this is episode 99. No shit. This is episode 99. The time oh. has flown by. Um, I couldn't be more excited uh, at the way that this season has progressed. Uh, and Shane, um, you have been a great addition to the show. I just want to thank you for all of your help. Uh, but but uh, how you guys doing today? Good, man. So episode 100 is going to be red light, green light this week, huh? That is exciting. Ooh, nice. That is big. <laughs> um, um, I, I forgot to mention, uh, make sure you follow the show at Fantasy Roadshow and check out the Substack, the fantasyroadshow.substack.com. Shout out to our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Rule One Proteins. Go to www.rule1proteins.com. Enter in Roadies40 at, uh, at checkout for 40% off. There's the comment. Absolutely. Um, yeah, we're getting into it, Dice. Fucking... Uh, hitchhikers this week huh yeah I, so i'm drinking right now i went to the sauna earlier and just was sweating out whatever i needed to sweat out <laughs> yeah. and, and and i'm now drinking the uh it's called lights l-y-t-e-s by rule one it's a uh, electrolyte mix and i'm oh nice restoring my erect electrolytes so um yeah anyways yeah, I remember you telling me about that. Uh, it's like super hydrating and uh, beneficial for hangovers, right? Well, it can be used for that. <laughs> yes, not currently. Not that you have an hangover, but not currently. No, but yes, it can be. But yeah, awesome. um, I am still in Louisiana. You are where? Uh, so I am right outside of Providence, Rhode Island. Um, I was in Boston. I've been driving all over Massachusetts today. Today has been a crazy day. I've just been just back and forth. I forgot material for one stop. I, I brought the wrong material to the other stop. I had to go to the same place three times. It's just been a crazy day, but I am, this is the bright spot of my day talking fantasy football with you guys. Uh, I'm happy we're here, but yeah, rough, rough day today. I'm in the truck currently a little, Hey, uh, hey. Fun, fun shot for you guys, but, but yeah. Yeah. How, how are you guys doing? Good. I feel out of place. Like I feel I need to be in a different state today. Like what what thing doesn't go right here? It's it's the roadshow, yeah. Shane. Get with the program. Yeah, right? I know. Yeah. yeah um, before awesome. we before we get into hitchhikers, um, I would like to make an announcement since since uh, since taking since claiming or making my announcement that I was wrong about about Brock Purdy. He has gone <laughs> oh for two. Um, in the last two games, so I would like to take back everything that I said Uh-oh. about Brock Purdy. Um, I would like to say that I still think he's a good quarterback. I think okay. if he doesn't have, you know, all of the best offensive weapons around him, he seems mm-hmm. to struggle. Um, I think I kind of mentioned that when I was saying he's the perfect quarterback for the Niners, but. Um, yeah, I, because he's Owen, because they're Owen two, you know, I, I think it's better off for, for, for the best Brock Purdy is a better quarterback when I am not a believer. 
Let's end it. Well, you know what's what's gonna happen now. He's gonna go out and light it up next game. Well, good. I want him to. Um, (laughs) I want what is best for Brock Purdy. I do like him. So what is best for Brock Purdy is for me not to be a believer. So I'm out on Brock Purdy. Um, fuck him, fuck the Niners. Let's go. <laughs> um, that's awesome. I would also like to say, um, since my escapades with the Cowboys, uh, I've been toying with what bandwagon to jump on since the Bears are, you know, they got the win, but other than that, they're not gonna make a push in the playoffs. So I want to hitch hitch my trailer to a bandwagon. And in my head, I was like, the Buffalo Bills are awesome. I'm just gonna go all out with the Buffalo Bills. Bills Mafia, let's go. I, I was like, I'm going to save it, for, you know, for the pod this week. And sure enough, they go out and get embarrassed by the Patriots. And Stay away. <laughs> we don't want but you. But even, even when I think about it, it's like, ugh, you're just. The Bengals, it, so. the Bengals and Bills are off limits for you. <laughs> pick a team that's not going to matter for fantasy, like Arizona. Yeah. Hop on Arizona. Well, I, I want like a team to, to root for in the playoffs. So that's why I, I went with the what I thought the Cowboys were going to be. And so now stay with the Cowboys. Uh, yeah, stick with the Cowboys. <laughs> you guys don't want me as your fandom. It's okay. Yeah. It's fine. I'll, I'll find a home. Um, but yeah, so today we're getting into it with the uh, hitchhikers. There's some some good list of guys here. Um, but I mean, let's jump right in, right? You guys ready? Let's go. Yeah, buckle up. <laughs> All right, so uh, we go from last week, there being six teams on a bye, to this week, we have zero. Not a single team on a bye this week. Um, I love that. Everybody has full roster. Everybody's, uh, you know, full strength, ready to go. And also, on top of that, not many injuries. Um, do you guys recall the injuries this week? I know that. Uh, Christian Watson uh, dealing with a, a knee injury. I sent you a list. Um, let me pull it up. Yes, please do. Um, uh, there was another one is uh, Jerome Ford, uh, high ankle sprain, going to be one to two weeks. Uh, insert Kareem Hunt. Do you have your phone? Uh, I do, yes, but I am currently recording on my phone. So oh, you, phone you, got, uh, you got Dawson Knox with wrist surgery and Buffalo. Right. Yes. Absolutely. So Kyron Williams. Dawson Knox, Christian Watson, Jawan Johnson, Juju, James Conner, Josh Jacobs, Gerald Everett, DK Metcalf, Debo Samuel, Fryermuth, Anthony Richardson, Jimmy G, Waddle, Tannehill. That's all kind of what where we were. And then yeah. Jerome Ford. Wait, never mind. <laughs> okay. Jerome Ford, Zonovan Knight, Ronnie Rivers. I don't know why all this is relevant, but yeah. Yeah, I don't not know. really. That, that, that I, was the tweet that I had seen. Those are like currently players that are breaking out. What happened to Jacobs? I see him on the list. Is he injured? Uh, I didn't I see anything so. for him, no. I watched most of that game at the end, and he was – there was nothing. He didn't leave the game, nothing. Well, Fryermuth, he's on the IR. Okay. Waddle's fine. This says, um, I don't know. This is kind of a weird list, but. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Anyway, I just remember there only being like a handful of guys. It's yeah. not as bad as it was in previous weeks. So um, uh, the main ones to me were Jerome Ford and Christian Watson, right? Uh, that's yeah. what who we'll be talking about in place of them this week. So, um, 
But, I mean, let's just start with running backs, right? Uh, might as well. Yep. Um, so we'll start with uh, the running backs on here that uh, should be rostered in every league. And they're rostered in a lot of leagues, but just to double check, um, I know Deontay Foreman or Dante Foreman, uh, he's rostered in about 48% of leagues. He, he's probably not going to be out there because uh, last week when everybody got news that Roshan was out, I'm sure everybody went and picked him up. So just double check if he's out I see there. Him. He'll be a top. Yeah, he's huh? in a couple. He's in a couple leagues. I'm in one's the Chicago league too. Really? Yep. Yeah. So all my leagues, everybody uh, flew to the waiver wire last minute when uh, they got found out that Roshan wasn't playing. So mm-hmm. uh, unfortunately, he's not in any of my leagues. But what about Kareem Hunt? Rostered in 46 percent of leagues. Um, we've been talking about Kareem Hunt for a couple of weeks now. Obviously, with the Jerome Ford injury, Kareem Hunt's going to be very active. How do you guys uh, feel about him going forward? Should be good. Yeah, he he's not available in most of the leagues I'm in, but um, don't forget about though Pierre Strong. He had sixty percent of the snaps when after Ford went down. Um, so he's going to get shares of those carries for sure. Yeah. So um, absolutely, I wanted to talk about him in a little bit when we talk about just going to deeper leagues. Um, but right now for the shallow leagues. Um, Dante Foreman, Kareem Hunt, uh, and then also Tajay Spears, we've been talking about for a while, Chuba Hubbard, we've been talking about. Um, so just with those right now, between Dante Foreman, Kareem Hunt, Tajay Spears, Chuba Hubbard, um, how, how would you guys rank those as far as uh, in terms of importance? Go ahead, Shane. I'm looking for a I, piece of paper. I think if you are <laughs> short-term, think I, I think I break it up as short-term, long-term. So if you need to win this week, Foreman's number one for me because yeah. even if Johnson's back, that's he plays well enough that that could be an easily a split or 60-40 in the favor of Foreman. So, yeah. uh, so it'd probably be Foreman, uh, Spears, and Hubbard. I think Spears has the most long-term potential – just because I'm not, I'm not really not the possibility of Tennessee trading Henry near the trade deadline. Yeah, trade it, deadline is October 31st, uh, and I mean the rumors are getting hot about that. So I agree with you. It Ty was just those three that you mentioned. Foreman, uh, no, Spears, so Hubbard. It's uh, Hunt, Foreman, Spears, and Hubbard. As as of right now, those are rostered in most leagues. And then we'll go into a little bit further, uh, deeper down the list here. Um, yeah, so I agree with, I, I'll actually go hunt if I agree with everything Shane said, but I would, I'm going to go hunt as of, I think he's going to have a pretty good impact. Um, I think that, um, I just think he's going to get the main role over Pierre strong, but I have Spears as a guy, I think I mentioned, I don't know if I mentioned it on a recorded podcast or you and I were just talking about our teams, but Spears is someone who I am targeting because I do think that Henry's going to get traded. Um, Like I'm pretty confident in that. So um, I mean, it's one of those things like he should have a pretty heavy workload late in the season, which will be great for fantasy playoffs. That being yeah. said, is the Titans' offensive line just such trash that it really won't matter? I think he's talented enough to that I would take a waiver. I would take a shot on him. So because me believing that that 
Henry's going to get traded and his value is going to go up. Even if I overpay for him a little bit on his current market value, my projected value for him still exceeds that. So he's someone I'm looking to, uh, to gobble up as much as I can. Yeah, I, I like that. Uh, I do think he gets traded as well. I'm not sure who to. Do you guys have any ideas where you think uh, um, Derek Henry is going to go? Ravens. Ravens or the team I thought of, nobody's really talking about, is Tampa Bay just because maybe they're thinking they've got a legitimate shot of winning that division That'd of theirs. Nice. Yeah. You know? um, I they're, heard that Tampa Bay so is uh, interested in Dalvin Cook as well. Uh, Delvin Cook, rumored to be on the trade block from the Jets. And uh, uh, I've heard those two names uh, being linked together. So, um, yeah, I mean, we'll they're, they're again, that's another team whose fucking line is just so bad. Um, yeah, so, I don't know. I mean, like, yeah, Henry immediately makes your running game better, but like, we've seen Henry be underwhelming with bad offensive lines, you know? Um, yeah. So I don't know. Um, I think like I don't think Dalvin Cook's any good anymore. To be honest, I think he's lost his juice. But I think he fits stylistically better than Henry right now on that team. But you already have Rashad, so it's like he's just to me a younger, more he just more has more explosive. Yeah, yeah, and he's not even that good. So I don't know. They're just yeah. that team's a mess. Just keep throwing the ball and try to win games. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, Coles, you're you're more interested in Spears uh, out of those group, and uh, Shane, you're more interested in Foreman, right? Foreman for one week. Uh, matchups terrific. Also, playing the Chargers. If he yes. if Johnson's yeah. out or if he's not, I mean, that's it's if it's a one well, week, you've got to get a win. I love. Foreman yeah, this week. I, I would imagine that Roshan's playing, but even last week we saw uh, that huge game from Foreman. Darrington Evans still got 14 carries. So it's like, you know, even when Roshan comes back and does have a role, it's like he's coming clearly, back this week. Uh, it sounded like it. I mean, what he's, he's been in concussion protocol for like nah, almost over two weeks. I now. think he, I think he cleared it from what I saw. Okay. Then yeah, he should definitely be back then. So I, that's what I would be banking on. So um, Roshan would be an interesting pickup as well, but I, I think I value those guys uh, ahead of him. Um, now, further down the list here, there's a couple names we need to talk about. It's Amari DiMarcado uh, for the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, this kind of uh, snip-snap, snip-snap type of uh, player when uh, everybody dumped a whole bunch of fab on him and then let the, I think like the majority of everybody uh, dropped him last week because it was the bipocalypse and he had to make tough decisions. And then he goes out and dominates the snap percentage. Uh, you know, is decently efficient over four and a half yards uh, per per carry and uh, five targets out of the backfield. So, um, Shane, what is your opinion on Amari DiMercato moving forward and this uh, this waiver wire pickup? So I think, you know, I think you'll probably get the touches. My only concern, like, don't about cautioning people to spend much fab on him is the next two weeks he's got the Ravens and the Browns, which are brutal matchups. And then, you know, so then you're looking at by the following week, you're looking at James Conner, I think, returning, or at least the practice window is opened up for him to return. Yeah. So you could be spending the money on a guy you're not going to get much production on these next two weeks with the Ravens and Browns. 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. You're absolutely right. So uh, temper expectations. Don't go out spending a ton of money or a waiver priority on a Marty DiMercato, but DiMercato. DiMercato. Marty Marty DiMercato. Marty DiMercato. If he's he's still sitting there after the waivers run and you have have an available uh, roster spot, no one else to pick up. He's definitely worth a roster spot, in my opinion. You just just made his nickname for me is Marty. Marty, Marty D. Mercado. Marty, Marty D. Mercado. Marty D. <laughs> yeah, but uh, a little teaser, little teaser for later in the episode. There may be a tight end from this team that I am extremely, extremely bullish on right now. I can't, I can't wait to talk about that. Um, we will get to that shortly. Uh, another running back I want to talk about. Uh, we talked about picking him up last week when he was on his bye week, but Devin Singletary. Uh, Devin Singletary has been eating into this uh, workload. It's almost like a 50-50 split. Now they got a decent matchup coming up, and he is done off the bye week, and uh, he's only rostered in 26% of leagues. I think he's worth a roster spot. Uh, where would you guys put him in the group of running backs we've talked about? Is he, He's probably lower on the list of importance, right? Um, I have him before Chuba. Okay, so ahead of Chuba. Yeah, I think so. I mean, like that they're, they're kind of like a s- similar situation, but Oh, definitely. Yeah. I I think like I think my attitude's changed a little bit on the Texans. Like I think they're going to be decent. I think they're going to be like trying to figure it out to win games. Um Like I I think Tamika Ryan's wants to win now like for his young team. So he's going to be, if Pierce is not performing, he's going to be giving Singletary good looks. And if Singletary does well with those, he's going to play. So, um, you know, I kind of view him as in a similar situation to Chuba on a team that is trying to win and has the capabilities of winning. So, I don't know. I think it's just a little bit more of an exciting situation for Singletary, which is why I'd put him over Chuba. Yeah, I, I like exactly how you described that. That makes a lot of sense, and I see the comparison between the two. And, uh, yeah, no, you're, you're absolutely right. The The Texans are a much better team right now than the Panthers, so uh, I would as well put him up above a, um, Chuba. Chuba Hubbard. Chuba Chuba. Um, all right, now the next backfield I want to talk about is the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, most majority of people kind of swung and missed with Zach Evans. He didn't get a single touch. Um, and then, you know, it was uh, Schefter came out and said, uh, it's going to be uh, Henderson and Freeman. Uh, Henderson's going to be starting. Now, I, again, just kind of like the Roshan and um, Dante Foreman deal, all of my leagues, I just saw a bunch of people randomly go out and either grab Freeman or Henderson. So, uh, I see Henderson in on ESPN leagues is only rostered in six percent of leagues, which I find crazy, uh, and Freeman in eleven percent of leagues. So I guess not a lot of people were as active as uh, most of my leagues. But obviously Henderson w- had the volume, had more carries, and Freeman was more efficient. He had the most rushing yards. Um, how where do you guys see these? How do you see this backfield playing out? Is it just a complete 50-50 split, or do you see Henderson having more value as the games proceed? Go for it, Shane. I think Henderson is the – he gets the bigger share. I think uh, McVay is actually one of those coaches, if you pay attention to what he says, it actually comes to fruition. I mean, he said – he came out and said last weekend that Evans is learning, you know, and that – 
he expected Henderson and Freeman to split the work. Um, and then after the game Sunday, he went on to say, hey, expect to see a similar percentage of split between these guys for this next week against the Cowboys. And so I think you'll see Henderson get more carries than Freeman, um, you know, not by a wide margin, but probably pretty similar to what it was last week. You know, it was what, 18 to 12. I'm expecting yeah. the same thing. Henderson's going to be in on the third down uh, work as well. He's just the better pass blocker. Yeah, I like that. Calls. Uh, where, where do you put Henderson now that um, we think he's the the guy you want to own in that backfield? Yeah, I. Uh, so I kind of swung in. I, I don't know. Swung and miss is the right term, but I went all in on Freeman in this backfield, and I feel like okay about it. I just. I didn't get any Henderson. Um, so like, I was at a. I was at a, uh, a bachelor party this weekend and put my phone away for the weekend. Just didn't even look at it. <laughs> How'd that feel? Good. Felt outstanding, but I yeah. also like missed something like this. Like, I don't think by the time I put everything away for the weekend, I re- there was really much momentum on Henderson. So, looking back, I probably would have stashed both of them and then made a decision like right now. Um, yeah. But, like, yeah, I mean, I, I liked Freeman because of how he looked in preseason. It's just something that stuck out to me. Like, oh, he actually kind of looks good. So, hopefully, like, I, I don't know. I, I, I still don't know that I have answers for this backfield. I don't know <laughs> that I love either of them. Um, McVay does like to, like, have someone win the job and ha- take over a big role of the offense which could be Henderson, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, whichever guy looks better and I don't think we ever got that answer this week. So yeah. I think it'll probably continue to be Henderson until he either falls flat on his face or Freeman breaks out and has, you know, some huge game changing plays. But for the most part, I look at neither of them as game changing type players, which is why Kyron ultimately probably had that entire backfield. But um, so I don't know. I mean, it's one of those things like, I had Kyron and A-Chain go down in back-to-back weeks in a league, so I'm hurting and I need someone to fill in there. Um, So either of them would be uh, a touchdown-dependent option I would look to. I think Royce Freeman might have a little bit of receiving upside. It's There's no right answer here, right? Uh, It could literally change in-game. So, yes. um, yeah, you know, we could tell you our leans. Uh, Shane seems to like the Henderson workload upside, uh, which I would agree with. And, you know, like I said last week, Freeman, to me, looks good as a running back. So, you know, I don't know. Um, yeah, I think for me um, personally, I think Daryl Henderson would be my number one running back pickup of the week. Um, although Kareem Hunt, uh, I'm not sure who I would spend more on. But, uh, yeah, I think I'm going to put Daryl Henderson at number one, Kareem Hunt at number two, Foreman at number three, uh, followed by Singletary and Hubbard. Yep. 
Um, well, yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty much it. I mean, do you guys have any other uh, running backs you want to mention? I know uh, there's a long list here. Uh, you know, Cam Akers looked halfway decent. He finally got more carries than uh, Alexander Madison. Um, Ezekiel Elliott, Zeke, big Zeke in, uh, in New England, two games back-to-back touchdowns. Um, I mean, that's about it as far as <laughs> the guys further down the list that I probably wouldn't be taking a chance on, but, uh, they're noteworthy in deeper leagues, right? Yeah. I mean, very deep. I'm, I'm not excited about it, Zeke. You just, you got to have them get into a goal line opportunity for him to have come through with any value. Yeah, I know uh, two weeks ago he did uh, have a 70-yarder get called back, so he still has that explosiveness, you know. Um, but I, I get you. So you're saying you like Pierre Strong more than uh, Zeke or Cam Akers in that sense, right? Probably, yeah. I would lean on more upside. Yeah, that makes sense. All right. Um, well, let's jump into wide receivers then. Uh, I think that covers it for running backs. Uh, keep an eye on Ty J Spears with that uh, Derrick Henry news. Mm-hmm keep your ears to the to the ground on that one uh wide receivers josh downs he was i think he was the number two wide receiver in the week uh massive week he looks like he really does have a connection with gardner Minshew. um i really like josh downs but also josh palmer josh palmer was a massive contributor with the chargers this week and then he's got uh the bears this next week um do you guys like josh downs or josh palmer which josh do you like better uh, between the two Joshes. Downs. Like Downs over Palmer. Yeah. Yeah, I probably it's a, it's close though for me. It's real close. But I would say Downs just on the fact of he's locked in as that number two guy for sure. And God, I gotta think at some point, I mean guys, don't you think at some point when you spend a first round pick on Quentin Johnston, that they get him involved. He did not look good running routes when I saw him play a couple no, weeks ago. No. Yeah, there's an issue with him for something, but my gosh, coach the kid up or something. Yeah, you got to do something. I mean, he's he is droppable right now. I don't think he's even worth it. Palmer looks problem. good too. Palmer looks like really good. He looks like yes. he took a massive step forward from last year. So I'm not, I like both guys. I just like Downs more. If you need okay. somebody for one week, like this week, I think Palmer, because of the matchup, is who I'd lean to, but Downs probably for the year. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's weird to say that the Colts offense uh, this past week, I mean, they put up 38 points on the Cleveland Browns. Like, you, we cannot overlook that aspect of the Colts offense. And uh, realistically, the Chargers team overall has been kind of struggling. So, um, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I think I'm Palmer over Downs, but... Josh Downs looks really good too. Really squirmy out there. Uh, Coles, what about Rasheed Rice? I know you're a big fan of Rasheed Rice. Um, do you have Rasheed Rice over Josh Downs and Josh Palmer? Um, yeah, I do. You do. Yeah. Shane, what about you? I would say he is below those two for me, but yeah, me as I well. I mean, it's I do like what I'm seeing. His route percentage participations jumped from 50 to 65 percent last week and he's yeah. becoming that guy i mean i have to be like i have to be from where i stood and continue to stand i think he is 
the number one receiving threat for Patrick Mahomes outside of Travis Kelsey. So, yeah, you know, his touchdown numbers are going to be insane. Um, he might not like there's going to be games where he goes 100 plus, but his floor is what we saw 560 in a touchdown. Um, yeah. So that's his floor is 560. You know, touchdown that may not come every game, but it's going to come a lot of games. Patrick Mahomes throws for four touchdowns, one of those going to Rasheed Rice. Okay. Yes. Like, yes, and if he throws right. for three, there's a good chance one goes for to Rasheed Rice, and he throws for three more than he doesn't throw for three. So, um, you know, Very because true. of all of these reasons, Rasheed Rice, and it's not even close. That's the other thing. Like, MVS had what three for 85 and a touchdown yeah um, I think so. so like that's yeah those games will happen for mvs but not consistently and there's no other consistent receiving option it's rashi rice you know so because of that i just i i think he's he's just gonna be a weapon and it's gonna be a consistent weapon um you know downs looks like he's being very consistent as well and he's an awesome talent, but he doesn't have – he has Minshew, not Mahomes, throwing the ball. So there's going to be games where Minshew is just dog shit, um, and there's not going to be games when Mahomes is dog shit, especially towards the end of the year when he's getting things ramped up for a championship run. Um, so – yeah, no, you make you make great points. Uh, the Mahomes and the the Chiefs are matchup proof, and uh, the Colts are not, even though they did do really good against a, a really tough matchup in the Browns. So, uh, we'll see how that develops. And but yeah, with Palmer, like, is Brandon Staley? We talked about it last night, Shane. Is Brandon Crap. Staley the worst quarter uh, head coach in football? What do you think? Well, so? besides your guy in Atlanta. Artie, Artie, yeah, Artie Smith. Yeah, yeah, yeah I would say I would say that about Eberflus, even though he he did start to turn around this defense. So he's he's got some good coaching in him. But uh, yeah, I don't know. But I don't know about a head coach. But who's the um, ki- who, who who's the uh, who's the Bears? The guy I want the Bears to get. Just just keep going. I think okay, about it. My brain's right, not, let me know. My brain's um, not right, sharp just, enough. Just to recap, Josh Palmer is uh, rostered in fifty six percent of leagues. Um, and then the next highest is Rashi Rice with 47 and then Josh Downs with 35. So um, we've been talking about Josh Palmer for a f- few weeks now, uh, telling you to pick him up after Mike Williams got injured, which which was like, what, week two, week three? Mm-hmm. So we've been talking about him for a long time, but uh, hopefully you already have him on your roster and you don't need to worry about it. Josh Downs at 35%, probably available in most leagues. Uh, but to go a little bit further down the list now, uh, I want to bring up someone like Kendrick Bourne, uh, I know we, we've been preaching not to roster Patriots uh, as of recently, but Kendrick Bourne, two back-to-back good games. He is the clear number one wide receiver on this team, and the Patriots played good against the Bills' defense. I mean, like, Shane, do you what is your um, confidence level for Kendrick Bourne? Say if you needed him in a pinch, uh, you're in a deep league. Are, are you confident in starting Kendrick Bourne? No and no. <laughs> he would only if we had this week where we had six buys then i could see maybe if you had to pick him up and play but i'm not excited yeah. to pick him up this week him or demario douglas or anybody on that team um yeah for me kendrick Bourne is a uh is rosterable 
uh, after the waivers run and you have some spots on your bench uh, to, to put him there in case you need him. But I still think he's worth a roster spot. Do you um, want him in Dynasty? No. No, I don't, I don't want to trade for him. But if he's just sitting there on the waiver wire and he's free after waivers run, I'd be considering him. What about in a Dynasty, a deep Dynasty league? No, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'll pass on that. Ben Johnson, um, that's who I want the, the uh, Bears to Offensive to hire. coordinator for the Lions? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dude, yeah. I'd take him right now in Dallas over Mike McCarthy. Oh. Well, yeah, McCarthy sucks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, ben Johnson, oh, that's, awesome. that's who I want. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, um, how about this uh, um, Christian Watson injury? Um, now, you Romeo Dobbs. Yes, it's a, it's unfortunate. Uh, Romeo Dobbs should not be out there in most leagues. I'm not even sure what his. I almost um, dropped him in a league. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's... rostered in 52 percent, so over 50 percent. Uh, he might be out there. Uh, definitely add Romeo Dobbs to this list. I mean, we have no news about, excuse me, about Christian Watson yet, right? No, not official. Just I've read some reports it could be multi-game absence. So, well, the main thing is that this Packers offense has been struggling. So it's like um, I wouldn't have Romeo Dobbs or Jaden Reed high on the list. Jaden Reed caught a touchdown, but it was on a tip pass. So. Um, that ben really Johnson, we need Ben Johnson. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. Do you guys, um, anyone other, anyone other that stand out to you? I know Jackson Smith and Jigba might be available on some leagues. He's only rostering at 56%, um, kind of right around there with Josh Palmer. So, um, I mean, if, if JSN is sitting there, do you, do you take him over everybody else that we mentioned? Or are you still putting him under downs? And uh, and Palmer, he would be right underneath those guys. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of where I would put him as well. Did you see the uh, touchdown? Was did it look good? I I didn't see. Highlight. It was a good. It was a seam route, so you know, like 25, 30 yards. If for some reason they say DK is going to be out for a couple of games, then I bump him up probably one of the top spots. But yeah, what was DK out for? This one was hip. This was the he had a new injury, it was a hip. So it had nothing okay. to do with being bisexual with CTE. Okay. Okay. It did not <laughs> that was not reported by Adam Schechter. All right, let's okay. uh move along here. But we hip, have, uh, hip. What, you never know with hip, it was a hip issue. You never know. Um what about what about what about Tank Dell? Uh Tank Dell's coming off of a uh a bye week. Uh, I know he's available on some leagues. Uh where would you put Tank Dell on that list of downs? Palmer, uh, Rasheed Rice, and uh, JSN. Below them. Below all of them, huh? I was just looking to drop them, actually. I was going through waivers when I was in the sauna, as I mentioned. Um, and before I got just too sweaty and I couldn't press anything on my phone, I was going <laughs> to looking at dropping Tank Dell. I have JSN on that team. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I, I, I'm probably going to drop them. Josh Palmer downs. They're on the waiver wire. So those are two guys that we're talking about that I prefer over him. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I mean, even Romeo yeah, Dobbs I, is out there. I would probably pick up Dobbs over him. So, yeah, I dropped I dropped him last week to pick up, uh, um, I think, Freeman. So that was a decision I made 
pretty late in the week there. Um, but yeah, I, I think we're on the same page here. So Downs, Palmer, um, we're, are we both, uh, I know, Shane, did you say Palmer over Downs or are we all Downs over Palmer? I'm Downs over Palmer. Okay. Calls you two. said you were Palmer over Downs, I thought. Whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. Ryan truck. You you said truck. You said Palmer. I thought. Oh yeah. Okay. No, 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 you're right. I did. When, when I was breaking that down, um, Josh Palmer over downs. Uh, yeah, I was, I was battling between the, the efficiency of that offense and how explosive they are. And it's hard to believe that the Colts, uh, have a better offense than the chargers, but I don't think uh, they do. The chargers are going to, they have to beat the shit out of the bears this week. Right? Like, I, I don't know, man. The Bears' okay. defense has been humming lately. So, all right. The Chargers are two and four, two and two, two and five. Uh, two and they've five. already had a bye week, so oh, they're oh, so two, two and four. four. Yeah, so yeah. that you beat you beat the shit out of the Bears. You three and four. You know, the, the, it's not over for them. They just have to win games and they have to beat some good teams. Um, you know, they they have they have the Broncos in their division. They need to win those two. Yeah, they already played them. That's the question. Let me look real quick because that's I, I don't think it's over for them. I just think they're fighting from behind every game because they have a dog shit coach. Yeah, yeah, um, fair. Sunday night football, two and four Chargers. Um, yeah, I mean, you got Bears, then you go to the Jets. As much as like as difficult as the Jets have been, you have Zach Wilson versus Herbert. You need to win both of those games to get to five hundred. Yeah, beat a Lions team that's tough, but you're at home. Packers, Ravens, Patriots, Broncos, Raiders. I mean, that's a good three game stretch of Patriots, Broncos, Raiders. They got to just start playing playoff football if they want to make the playoffs. You know, beat the teams yeah, you definitely. need, you should, and play like a playoff team, and then you you'll find yourself there. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, so recap, uh, Josh Downs, um, probably number one as I'm talking through it, uh, and then Josh Palmer, then Rasheed Rice, uh, and so forth. So um, I, I, how much, are you guys willing – I know we don't talk fab. I know it's uh, different in every league. Are you guys willing to spend a lot on Downs or burn your waiver priority on uh, Downs and Palmer? I don't talk fab. <laughs> Cole's hates talking fab. We don't talk about fab. Oh no, no. Yeah, no. I'm not. I'm not asking for specific percentages. Just saying, are you willing to spend up on those players? I don't mind spending a waiver waiver a priority on one of those guys. Yeah, that, yeah, I don't care about that. Yeah, no, me as well. Um, all right, so let's jump into tight ends. I know Cole's you're very chomping at the bits. Uh, there's a couple guys on this list that I know you are in love with. Um, why don't we start with uh, the main one, Dalton Kincaid. Oh, Daltonian, oh, Daltonian Kincaid oh, breakout oh, season is here. Stop uh, everybody, coming. <laughs> everybody, <laughs> stop what you're doing right now. And Dalton Kincaid, if you're in, if you're hurting at tight end, he is going to be your fix. If he's sitting there on the waiver wire and you need a tight end, he might be my top pickup this week. Um, he led the team, the Bills, in receptions and receiving yards. Uh, and I'm I'm ready for this breakout calls. What do you have to say to everybody out there contemplating on whether or not to pick up Dalton Kincaid? Yeah, I just think he's hopefully going to be taken off now. Um, I mean, he's clearly like a huge piece of that offense, uh, a high volume type rece- or high reception volume type guy. Um, 
he's reliable. He's going to be like that, that like third and third and five to seven option. That's super reliable that um, Allen knows he can go to, to get the first down, uh, which leads to a ton of targets. Um, you know, you saw that game where he just force fed digs, I think like 14 targets in the first half a couple yeah. weeks ago, but you know, that's not always going to be available against a team like the Patriots where, uh, Belichick force it. He, he focuses on taking down the number one option, which you saw in digs. Of course he ended up getting the end zone late in the game, but, uh, he limited digs early. So Kincaid was the benefactor of that, um, so I don't know. I mean, this Bills team has a lot of issues right now. Yeah. So that's concerning. But if he finds a little bit of trust in Kincaid, which seems to have happened, and they kind of seem to get some of their offensive rhythm back and and start winning games, then you know that could really benefit Kincaid just kind of having success at the right time and building on that momentum with the team. So Bills yeah. have to focus on winning games right now, and hopefully, uh, Kincaid, you know, eats because of it. Yeah, uh, I completely agree with you, Shane. Um, how, if you were in need of a tight end, uh, in desperate need of a tight end, say you were starting Kyle Pitts on a weekly basis, and you just needed to step it up a notch, or Cole Komet, or Cole Komet, uh, how high are you putting Cade, uh, Dalton Kincaid? Uh, and that list of running backs and wide receivers we talked about, are you putting him above all of them? He would be above the receivers, yes. I think as long as Dawson Knox is out, he is a weekly top seven finish at tight end position. I mean, you look at Knox was getting like 50% of the routes and snaps. So yeah. now you take away that. I mean, like, I don't remember where I had seen it, but like basically if you combine Knox and Kincaid's production this year you would have the average of evan ingram who is like tight in five almost every week yeah i think i really the sky's the limit for dalton kincaid like he's gonna be on the field a lot and uh this bill's offense needs him in my opinion so i i would be prioritizing him above all the wide receivers and most of the running backs probably just uh right under henderson if i needed a running back um but uh, other tight ends that i want to talk about <clears throat> uh Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill is rostered in six percent of leagues. He he goes out there and he's just the X Factor. He does a lot. I was trying to bring him up last week and calls shut me down uh rather quickly and says that we don't talk about Taysom Hill on this podcast. But I think uh I was just about to say it again. <laughs> I get it, dude. I get it. I don't like we, we about can him. talk about him on the podcast. I'm just gonna give you nothing there. I, I don't have anything to say. Yeah, to me, if um, if you don't want to burn on a tight end and you don't necessarily need one, but you your tight end's on a bye in that next week or the week after, he's a good spot start in my opinion. He's got opportunity. He goes out there, and uh, I they like using him. So yeah. um, I just think he's worth being talked about. He's only rostered six percent of leagues, so he's out there pretty much for everybody. Um, another couple is uh, I, I, I'll say something about Taysom Hill because oh, I actually do. do I do love Taysom Hill as a football player, but yeah. as a fantasy football guy, I've always just been like, he's not a real he, he does he's not a fantasy football player in my mind. <laughs> I just don't even consider him. Okay, 
All right. I put white out on his name a long time ago. Just permanent white out. It'll save right. me a lot of stress. Yeah. What about Michael Mayer? Uh, I know Michael Mayer was a hot, um, a hot name within the fantasy football realm last week, uh, heading into last weekend. Uh, I know he didn't have a big game, but I think Michael Mayer is worth a uh, roster spot. I, if he was out there and needed a tight end and I miss out on Kincaid, uh, Mayer is probably number two ahead of Jonu Smith and Luke Musgrave. Uh, I don't know. How do you guys feel about uh, those three, Mayer, Musgrave, and uh, Jonu Smith? I think the, as bad as that game was, I did like it. I think he still got five targets in it, and that was with Brian Hoyer at quarterback. So I think – uh, Jimmy G should be coming back maybe this week or the week after. But yeah, the thing I like about Mayer is he plays two of the bottom five defenses against tight fantasy tight ends of the next two weeks in the oh. Lions and the Giants. Nice. So, um, yeah, just with that tidbit alone, uh, yeah, he he's again, I would still probably put him behind Kincaid, yeah. but I, I do like Mayer moving forward. Uh, and then last but not least. Calls, how about Trey McBride? Yeah, let's go. What do you have to say about Trey McBride? I love Trey McBride. He's just a great receiving tight end. Uh, he, uh, Ertz was like, what, number one tight end for the first couple of weeks? Uh, yeah, he was for sure in targets. Top five, top yeah, five for and, sure. And, and Ertz goes down. It was inevitable. He's just aging. And with that amount of, um, with that amount of targets, like uh, he's just an older guy. I mean, he's not, he's been an awesome tight end for a long time, but it's, it's McBride's time to shine in that offense and potentially at a really good time. Like if Connor's coming off IR and is healthy and, and Kyler, you know, if, if coach Gannon wants to figure out like, what do I have in this Cardinals team and tries to go out and win games with his guys, we don't know what that looks like. I, I, you know, we're all saying like tank is the right move, but Gannon's yeah. a good coach. He's a tough coach. He likes to like play fucking football, honestly. Um, so <laughs> I could see them before trading Hollywood seeing like how good can our team be? They were one of the best first half teams in the league. Um, so, you know, what does that look like when you have your starting quarterback back, you have your, you know, your, your first team offense plus uh, McBride, you know, it could just be good timing for him, I guess is what I'm trying to say. He has no competition at the role in a time that they try to figure out if they're a good winning football team. Um, yeah. he, he, he could, you know, he could gain some momentum here late in the season um, being a huge part of that offense, but also a huge part of someone's, fantasy football team and being like a sneaky kind of league winner uh him and Kincaid both you know yeah definitely so would you put uh McBride over uh Michael Mayer I would but I'm also biased I love McBride yeah we have him in a, in a lot of underdog leagues yeah like 40, super happy about that 40 percent something like that yeah yeah. So, uh, all right. Well, um, if you're looking for a streaming tight end, we will be talking about, uh, come and join us for our red. I want to hear, I want to hear Shane talk about McBride, someone a little less biased. Yeah. I, from what I've seen him, I like him a lot. Um, 
if I'm looking at the next two weeks, I'd probably go Mayer over McBride just because of the matchups. But man, I I probably but I'm putting McBride ahead of someone like Musgrave. Uh, I would probably pick him up if you've been trying to if you've been streaming Logan Thomas and hoping for him to have that production he had three weeks ago. I'd pick him up over Logan Thomas. So that kind of gives you an idea where I see him at. Um, yeah, I, I would agree with that as well. Yeah. Um, but like I said, um, come and check us out for our red light, green light episode here in a couple of days, probably have episode uh, 100 episode 100. Um, that's awesome. Very excited about that. Uh, we'll, we'll be going live sometime tomorrow. Um, follow us on YouTube at youtube.com slash sports Click the bell, um, to get notified for, for our, uh, live episodes. Um, all right. As far as quarterbacks, just quick hit, uh, Baker Mayfield roster in 36% of leagues, Desmond Ritter roster in 19%, Sam Howell in 59%, Gardner Minshew at 13%. Do any of those names, Baker, Desmond Ritter, Sam Howell, Gardner Minshew. Um, I mean, we're, we're back at full strength here this week, so probably no quarterbacks are going to be picked up, but um, I don't know. What do you guys think? Uh, we got to figure out something for episode 100 to like promote the shit out of it <laughs> or something. I don't know. But um, yeah, I, I actually I want to I have a question for Shane. I, I am struggling in one league. I'm streaming quarterbacks. I had just Daniel Jones. We know how that's gone. I've been like picking up spot starting Sam Howell and I recently saw someone dropped last week and I'm looking to put a top priority on him just because I need someone I can rely on at quarterback and sitting there was Dak Prescott. Oh, <laughs> Do I trust him to be QB one regardless of matchup? No. So there's two, there's two, (laughs) two answers to that question. No, you Uh, could pick him up. So you could pick him up and stream him, but no, he is not matchup proof. Fuck. I was hoping I just had an answer, um, but I will. Oh, okay. There we go. Um, Shockingly, um, Trevor Lawrence was dropped in one of the leagues I'm in. Um, some bozo dropped him. Oh, so, uh, Same last week. Yeah, last, last week, week in yeah. this league, or Lawrence and Stafford were were dropped, and I tried to get cute and pick them up, but I didn't want to burn a priority, so I thought they would clear. They didn't. Whatever. I'm pissed. Yeah. All right. Um. So yeah, that about does it. Uh, we will be covering uh streaming tight ends, streaming quarterbacks, and streaming defenses in our red light green light episode. As long as, uh, as as with uh along with all of our red light green light guys, people we love and hate this week. Um, that'll all be covered in tomorrow's episode. So stay tuned for episode 100. But let's get into some mailbag. We got quite a quite a few questions over here. Thank you all for joining and thank you all for um, posting your questions. Uh, let's get in. Uh, Coles, thank you for putting uh, I got the, you. Yes. Awesome. All right. So uh, clap nuts, a uh, great name. <laughs> thank you for uh, chiming in. I traded Pickens and downs for Damian Pierce and Zay flowers needed the running back deaths. Did I take an L Pickens and downs for Pierce and flowers? What do you guys think? 
Yeah, I mean, you guys know how I feel about Pierce, so I would say an L just from I don't know that you gained much running back depth from a running back who's likely getting phased out at least a little bit. Yeah, for me, if you're asking if you took an L, you kind of already have the idea that you did take an L. Um, I the the pickings and downs that's a it's a good combo obviously now with downs exploding last week but I like Pickens and I I always thought that downs and Minshew had a good connection so yeah I would say um you took an L there Shane you in agreement yeah pretty much I think flowers and downs could be similar for the rest of the year and I think Pickens and outscores Pierce yeah yeah but I will say you did get a dub when creating your YouTube name because flat nuts is a winning name so i trust in the long-term success uh, of clap nuts yeah yeah that's a, a yeah solid solid isaac g should i trade cook and rice for pacheco no is that dalvin cook because uh, it's i think it's cook, james cook that's well, gotta be james Cook. definitely not um yeah, yeah it's gotta be james cook but like i would almost I, I like I don't think Pacheco's that far above James Cook, if at all. Mm-hmm. So. Um no, I, I, I agree with you. They're very comparable. Um uh, Pacheco's been used. Um let's put it this I, way. If, if this is what I'm trying to say. When I say that, Ryan, I'm not saying like tier difference. Like I'm not starting Pacheco blindly over James Cook. Oh yeah. Ever. Yeah, no, you're right. I so agree with that's, you. Yeah, know, yeah, a lot of times. Like a lot of times that's what fantasy football has to, we can get too like, you know, brainy about things, but at the end of the day, <laughs> there's either like, like starters guaranteed starters. And then there's, you know, matchups, uh, matchup dependent. It's, they're not, you know, they're still in that space for me. So I no, I, I yeah, I think uh cook and rice is by far the right side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, let's move on. J-A-C. I just traded Goddard. I have Laporta and went looking to upgrade my flex position, so I traded Goddard for Olave. Thoughts? Great. Cha-ching, cha-ching. Yeah, thoughts? Yeah, fantastic. Uh, You have Laporta and Olave now. I don't know who he's talking about, who he said over downs. Oh, Palmer maybe? Hard to see a wide receiver stand out consistently on the Chiefs. Oh, Rice. Um, oh, keep yeah. in mind, he has only gotten more than six targets one time. Um, downs. Okay, well, that's what you feel, Jack, and I feel differently. So, um, I think the thing to keep in mind with Rice is just look at the trend. So, like, week five, 23% route per, per participation and then it went to 50 and then it went to 65 so it's trending just pay attention to the trend there not to the just the pure receptions each game and targets yeah yeah and, and i also think that that colts was kind of an outlier that game I, I i would not expect them to be putting up 38 points on a defense like that on a weekly basis so yeah some people watch football some don't so you know I watch Thank you. football, so that's where my my uh, opinions come from. 
Thank you for your question, Jack. Moving on. Hey, uh, George Play 01. Hey, guys, I'm 7 0. My team is Tua, CMC, Kenneth Cup, Olave, Goddard, and Flex James Cook. Bench Warren, Daryl, Dell, Deontay, JSN, Jameson. Should I trade Olave for Swift? He does have CMC and Kenneth, so uh, DeAndre Swift would be uh, his flex along with uh, James Cook. Uh, but Alave, between Cup, Alave, I don't, I don't know if I would do that. What do you guys think? I don't think he needs to. No, I don't think so either. Yeah, George, you're seven and zero. It's it's working. Yeah, yeah, it, you're seven and zero. I, I maybe maybe someone approached him for this trade trying to get a lave for Swift, but I wouldn't go out actively trying to give up a lave when your other, your, who would be your number two receiver there? Um, Deontay Johnson, Jason, Jameson Williams. No. Yeah. I, I'd keep that. Your white, your running back room is great already. CMC Kenneth and James cook. Yeah. Uh, I would, if anything, I would look for wide receiver depth somehow. Yeah. Yeah, um, absolutely. I don't but, know. Uh, next I try week. to I try to package a couple of your bench players for some depth at wide receiver. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Should, moving on. Should you trade Alave for Swift? Is that a serious question? Um. Yeah. So it seems like Jack just thinks he knows everything about fantasy sports. So maybe we need to have him on sometime, and he can tell us all the answers since he yes. has them. Jack, uh, Jack, with these episodes, uh, we uh, all the questions are answered at the end of the episode. But we appreciate everybody for chiming in. Would you trade Mike Evans and Kyle Pitts for Dallas Goddard and Devonta Smith? Um. <laughs> this is a tough one. Uh, I'm going to say yes, I would, because I do think Deon uh, Devontae Smith does improve throughout the rest of the season. And Kyle Pitts is just hard to trust on a weekly basis. Mike Evans has been really good. I don't know. This is a tough one. Where do you guys lie on this one? Yeah, this one's a tough one for me because I, I honestly was not a Mike Evans fan going into the year. I didn't think yeah. he would get – and he gets, he's proven me wrong every time he's healthy and playing. I don't know. I'm I makes what makes me a little bit nervous is having both Goddard and Smith starting for you each week. Yeah. They seem to cannibalize each other. Like yeah. either one one or the other is going to have a good game, not both. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, Kyle Pitts looks good too. I mean, he's had to have gained some trust in Ritter. If Ritter can get him the ball, he's clearly a playmaker. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I I agree with Shane. It's tough to uh, to start those two Eagles, especially like AJ Brown. If you know he's going to have games like he's had, and then you know just putting Goddard in there as a cherry on top if he gets some action, that maybe then I would you know be confident starting both of those but um because one of those guys seem to disappear each game and it's been goddard or devonta smith lately it's probably tough to start both of them i i was considering not putting up jack's next jac's next two comments because yeah, they're just that. so bad but we're gonna yeah. do it just to explain um he said, don't do that bro tato chip. Mike Evans has been balling. So he call, he uses the phrase bro tato chip. That should Ooh. say enough about him. <laughs> um, and then we go on to they don't answer questions, which is peculiar because it 
makes sense considering they can only hold one or two viewers. Um, so in the comments, it says, we appreciate everyone for joining all comments and qu questions and comments will be addressed at the end of the episode. Um, as our roadies know, um, we uh, do waiver wire episode and red light, green light, where we uh, release a podcast version. So we hammer out the episode and answer all questions at the end. So that's just the format of these two shows. So JAC, you can suck it. Um, <laughs> well, now, put, on, well now on to our boy, B Cork. B Cork. Cork. Yeah. Um, onto our loyal and one of our first ever roadies. Uh, looking for a running back wide receiver in the four to 11 ranking range for Eckler. Any advice? So he wants to trade Eckler for a running back or wide receiver in the four to 11, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, maybe Travis Etienne. He pops oh, off to me. Love Travis Etienne. I'd almost even look at, at this point, Kenneth Walker, maybe. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think I would go with ETN over Kenneth Walker. I, I don't know. Where do you guys have those two ranked on your rest of the season? Oh, ETN's, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, they're both right around that top five cusp. So, uh, but yeah, I, I, I think I would rather have ETN over Eckler. So if you can be Cork, if you can somehow try to go grab uh, ETN. Coles, what do you think? Does anybody, any other names pop out to you? Uh, I like both those running backs. Uh, I, yeah, I mean, Probably wouldn't go swift over Eckler, right? That's too going too far. Yeah. I, I yeah. Mean, just I, I because, like, if Hertz didn't get all those rushing touchdowns from Swift, then Swift is probably in contention because he can be a receiving threat as well. But I don't know. I probably um, would agree with you guys on those two. What about receivers, though? Um, it sounds like he's looking to fill a oh, yeah. spot. So, um, receiver wise, like AJ Brown. I mean, oh, AJ Brown love has it. been dominating yeah. lately. Yeah, I yeah, love that. Yeah, I don't know that anyone's making that. You trade. could, yeah, that'd be tough. You could maybe get, you could probably get CD Lamb. I mean, he's not coming CD. off a huge game. It was like a 17 PPR point game against the Chargers. CD yeah. Lamb, Diggs. If you can get Diggs, I would love that. Um, yeah, I don't think you would want to go as deep as Ayuk, right? That's a little too far. A little too far. Yeah. So, yeah, in that range. All right. Thanks for your question. Um, so we're saying ETN, Walker, Diggs, and are our four options. We would go there. Yep. Perfect. I think they're going to answer at the end. George Play, someone with some brains. <laughs> thank you george play thank Only you one. thank you george play uh and he agrees kenneth walker uh b cork so yeah uh george play like you, you have earned yourself a gold star yeah should i flex locket or roshan half ppr ricky aa ricky aa um Gosh, I'd probably go probably lock, probably it. lock it. Yeah. 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 And be happy you have Roshan and just kind of, you know, wait to see what his, his workload looks like. Hopefully Foreman trips over his laces and Roshan looks really good. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. But for this week, that's what I would do. Um, Super flex league drop Baker for Minshew. Casey Martin. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us. 
Um, yes. yes, I would be dropping Baker for Minshew. Minshew looked great last week against a stout defense in the Browns. So, yeah, I'd rather have Minshew over Baker. What do you think, Shane? Yeah, same thing. I like he's he's giving you some rushing uh, production also. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, let's just look one week at a time. Bucks at Bills. I don't like that spot for the Bucks. The Bills at home on prime time are probably yeah, no. going to look to right the ship and dominate. Um, yep. Whereas the Colts have the Saints at home. Um, Saints just gave up thirty-one to uh, to uh, to the Jags at home, and the Colts, you know, looked really good at home against the Browns. So yeah, ah, um, uh, yeah. Let's. Uh, I'd say at least for Week Eight, Minshew over Baker for sure. All right. Uh, Shamar Sam. Hey guys, should I trade JJ for Pacheco and Metcalf? I really need a running check, back. Check, check. Can you guys? Can you guys hear me at all? You're good. You're good. I can hear you. Yeah. Oh, let me. Uh, I'm gonna. I'll come right back. Okay. Hey guys, should I trade JJ for Pacheco and Metcalf? I really need a running back, and my wide receivers are solid. If no, should I sell Jordan Addison and when? Should I trade JJ for Pacheco and Metcalf? I really need a running back, and my wide receivers are solid. So, if no, should I sell Jordan Addison and when? Shamar, so, Sam, thank you for joining. This is a great question. So my my understanding is Shamar Sam has JJ and yeah. Jordan Addison, correct? Yes, correct. You're correct. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't love Pacheco and Metcalf, so I would say no there. But I actually like the idea of selling JJ. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think you can get better. Hopefully, I, I would hope you can get better options from him. I, I don't know what. I'm just not a Pacheco or Metcalf guy. So what yeah, I'm thinking uh, for for me, um, if you're it really in need of a running back, which you're saying you do, I think you can do better than Pacheco. Um, I would look to try to get a better upgrade than Pacheco. Um, and don't worry about that combo with Pacheco and a wide receiver like Metcalf. Uh, and then on top of that, w- should you sell Jordan Addison and when? I wouldn't, even though right now would be a good time to sell high on him after he had a massive game uh, with two touchdowns and over 100 yards. So um, I would, yeah, try to try to jump up and uh, get someone better than Pacheco. Um, and if you're going to sell Jordan Addison, now would be a good time. Yeah. Uh, coming off that huge game. He looks great. I don't know. I, I would, at this point, like beating a team like that, if you're the Vikings and you go and get a couple big wins, maybe you beat the Packers and then you have the Falcons, like both winnable games, they could kind of change their entire season around uh, these next few games. So, yeah. um, you know, that – that could bode well for JJ rest of season when he gets back, but um, I don't know. Yeah, I would, I I wouldn't at this point. I wouldn't be shortchanging yourself for JJ given that win changes things a bit. Yeah, Shamir, like try to do Addison for like a Javante Williams right now, maybe, or James Cook, who are both maybe you might be off of Addison's game. You could get Javante Williams maybe. 
Yeah. Uh, team was four and three. Haven't been scoring much. Yeah. Kittle or Laporta? Um, Laporta, the matchup Laporta. is much better. And I'm out here in Boston, and I'd be starting Laporta. Yeah, Kittle. We called Kittle having a good game this past week, which he did. So Debo, if Debo's back, I don't know. I don't know Debo's status, but Laporta's uh, got a great matchup. I think he'll probably be back this week. No. Yeah, if he's back, then yeah, it's it's bench Kittle for Laporta. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Should I be worried on Adams? Yeah, I am. I mean, the worry factor is definitely there, but I just I'm not as I don't know. I think uh, I think he'll be okay. Um, start Ayuk or Moore. I assume that's DJ Moore. Um, he is at Chargers with Tyson Teabag Bagent. 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 Yeah, whatever his name is, Teabag. Teabag. I'm gonna say uh, start DJ Moore. And Ayuk is Bengals. Uh, I'm I'm starting Ayuk. I don't like Teabag. Bounce back spot for the Niners at home. I was actually encouraged by DJ's. I mean, I think he had 12 PPR points with Teabag in there. Check, check, so, check. Yeah. Can you guys hear me? Yes. Yes. But if we're okay. continuing to get issues, I can't hear you. Booting okay. you. I can't hear a single so, thing you guys right. are saying. We'll talk to you. <laughs> Um, all right, so Addison for Waddle. Oh, yeah, I like it. I also like it. Um, can you hear us? I can, yes, yes, I can. All good now. All right, well, we're almost done, so let's just power through. Yes, um, Ad- Addison <laughs> for Waddle. I like it as well. I, 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 I yeah, want, I still want any piece of the Dolphins. Yep, yeah, I, I agree. Addison for Waddle. And or I have a surplus of wide receivers with London, Addison, JJ on my bench. How does Flowers and Addison for Keenan sound? What was it? That's Wait. a tough one. Yeah, what That's was his first one. one? His first question was uh, Addison for Waddle. Addison for Waddle. I would make that trade. Yeah. First. Yeah, as opposed to the Flowers and Addison for Keenan. Yeah, I agree. Um, and Duffy, if you have any um, if you have any recommendations for Truck, he is currently outside of Boston. It looks like you are a Patriots <laughs> fan, and you may be able to help him out. Um, but yeah. Uh, by the way, by the way, Boston traffic sucks. Coming from someone who drives in Chicago all the time, traffic in Boston was brutal today. Brutal. Maybe there's a tea party. <laughs> Maybe right by the Boston. Uh, Frank the Dank hopes that Shamar starts scoring some points, and she says same. So with that, may, there may be a little bit of a spark in our comments section. Maybe Frank the Dank and Shamar Sam get together. Uh, yeah, but, some, yeah, Samar. Uh, uh, could you imagine if there was, you know, if there is a, uh, a relationship building in the section in the roadies comment section <laughs> come watch the road show and uh you find may find love. someone yeah find <laughs> love in the road show that's funny thank uh, you cole sorry about your astros i'm not talking about that yet b cork i'm sorry uh, um rough boston one. traffic is awful yep 
Yeah, it's, uh, it's terrible. Absolutely ooh, terrible. Would I start Waddle over Flowers, DJ, or Amon Ra? Not over Amon Ra. No. Yeah, um, no. And probably over DJ and Flowers. I, I think matchup does matter, but uh, Waddle's starting to get a little bit more healthy. We think uh, he was out a little bit in that game. Um, so, you know, I'm not really concerned about Waddle's health if he came back and played and got three catches, looked good. Mm-hmm. I, I like Waddle. He's going to get better as the season goes. Yep. Yeah, I, I agree with you there. Um, all right. Well, that is it for comments. Uh, Truck, you want to uh, do your thing and sign us on out? Um, yes. Uh, we appreciate everybody joining. You guys are the best. Uh, thank you for listening, watching podcast goes live. Go check it out on all podcast platforms, the Fantasy Roadshow. Uh, we are live always on YouTube at youtube.com slash sports ethos, probably where you're watching right now. Uh, we also go live on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter at Fantasy Roadshow. All of our tags are in the post here. Uh, fantasy underscore Fantasy Trucker uh, at Coles underscore sports at S McCormick underscore FF. I butchered that, but. Uh, we'll get there. Uh, as always, this episode is brought to you by Rule One Proteins. Stop what you're doing. Go to rule, www.rule1proteins.com. Uh, get some protein. Get some. Uh, get some whey. Uh, get get your. Uh, uh, yes, absolutely. Comment right there. Um, enter in Roadies Forty at checkout to get forty percent off. It's a great deal. Go check them out. They got a ton of good stuff. Uh, you won't be mad. And uh, oh, one more quick question before we leave, Gavin. Gavin McGran. This is a funny one. Slip it in there. We're going to end because. Should O trade for Ackler? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Gavin, you should. Yes. Do whatever your heart tells you to do. Yeah, I, uh, I, yeah. Should I trade for Eckler? As I'm, I'm assuming that's what that was. I used to play Mad Libs when I was a kid, and that's what that reminded yeah. me of. A game of Mad Libs. My bad. <laughs> it's all good, buddy. Um, Gavin, yes. If you have Twitter, tweet us right now, and we'll tell you. We'll, we'll walk you through your potential trade at Coles underscore Sports at Fantasy underscore Trucker at S McCormick underscore FF or at Fantasy Roadshow. Tweet us. We'll help you out with that one. But we are logging out for the evening. Um, buckle up. Oh, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Let me actually physically buckle up because I'm about to drive to my stopping point and I'm down the road. You guys take care. You guys have been awesome. Uh, everybody buckle up.